Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm here with Jay and Luke Cook. What's up, gentlemen? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me on. Why are you here? Uh, <laughs> Luke is, of course, uh, just a random local from New York. So yeah. thanks for coming on, Luke. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to be back. <laughs> yeah, no, Luke, of course, uh, the two-time uh, world champion. Uh, so we just got fresh, freshly back from Adepticon about a week ago. So, um, of course, we'll talk about that. We also got some previews that we promised we would talk about from last time. So we're going to do those, too. Now now that you're the two-time, you got to go full, like, Dr. Disrespect, yes. right? And just yes. like get the mustache and just yell at people and be like, I'm the two time. You don't yeah. respect the two time. <laughs> I think yep. that's that's the only get, way to go. Get the full wig and the and the bodysuit or whatever he wears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just do the dance moves. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't no, even I really play. <laughs> just, yeah, just just troll people. Just walk around, show up to tournaments. Yeah. Find a way to like bring both trophies with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was thinking you could wear them like shoulder pads, like 40K style, you know, <laughs> just construct some kind of apparatus. Yeah. Like Dude, a shelf. Those things are thick. They're heavy. They're very <laughs> yeah. heavy. It's like, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's been cool. It was fun, fun tournament. Um, yeah, it's good to, good to meet everybody from across the seas, um, people that we've talked to for mm -hmm. four plus years now, you know. Um, and yeah, meet a lot of new community members and everything. It was It was a lot of fun, honestly. I know we say this after after every tournament, but um, meeting new people in the community and stuff like that, it's, it's really the best part about this stuff. Um, so, yeah, a lot of new friends and, yeah, a lot of fun. So I, I have a question for both of you guys because uh, this, this pertains to two of you. And I don't know the answer. Did you guys prefer what we did for Worlds this year and, like, have it all together with everyone there, the whole thing? Or did you like it better, the the first Worlds that you guys were at, where they took you to, to FFG's headquarters and did the top eight there? Good question. I didn't think about that. Um, they were both two unique, uh, you know, experiences, I guess. Um, I kind of liked having everybody there and just one go at it. Um, maybe a little better, but, um, just to have like the camaraderie and all the, the teams there, you know, you saw the Germans and then you had the guys from the, uh, folks from the UK and, uh, everybody was sporting their country's apparel and such like that. But, um, I don't know the, the other experience was pretty cool. Cause it was more like closed knit group. There was only like the eight of us. And we were sitting there with Luke Eddy and Alex Davey, who were the creators at the time of the game. So that was also pretty unique. Um, and we got to do some extra stuff behind the scenes, seeing like the studio where they were making mm. uh, the Legion products and stuff like that. So that was really cool. Um, they also showed us some sneak previews back then too. So that, that was kind of like a different, totally different thing. Um, but they were both awesome. Um, and I'm thankful for having those experiences, especially to the um, AMG for flying everybody out. That was awesome um putting in us us up honestly i did not expect it especially after um you know changing hands of the companies so that, that was cool that they um went ahead and, and still did that yeah so i don't know what, how kyle feels about that but yeah 
Kyle yeah. hated that they gave him a free flight. No, 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 about the difference between... <laughs> yeah. He was absolutely miserable. <laughs> those guys. No. Yeah, I mean, uh, I definitely made use of my free hotel room, even though yeah. my parents lived in the area. Yeah. Uh, sleep sleep peacefully away from my kids. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's kind of apples to oranges. Mm. Uh, like you said, Luke, two very different experiences. And I think it's hard to kind of separate the fact that you had that massive international presence from just kind of doing it all at once at Adepticon. Uh, I feel like, you know, maybe there's a world where it's like the best of both worlds where you have kind of like a high command style qualifier tournament with all the international people there. And then you separately do, you know, some other time like a top eight or whatever with, um, you know, at like at AMG headquarters or something like that. Uh, where you have that more exclusive experience, but it was just two very different things. Mm. Um, I really loved just the the size and the international feel of Worlds this year. And um, that just wasn't really possible last time because there were not nearly as many invites available internationally. So um, yeah, I think it's just two totally different experiences. Mm. But I, th I think... I feel like this one they they had they had like different levels of prestige in different ways because the first one was more exclusive but this one was just bigger and had more uh, international scope and more people so yep. and more visibility too I think frankly so yeah 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 well and it felt more like an event right like yeah. I I think you know not, I didn't play in either but being at the at least par, up to the top eight of the first one and then being at this one. Um, you know, the first one just felt like a regular convention tournament that of the top eight were going to go be able to do something. Um, and this one just felt more like an event, like a, like a real event. Like I, I had very much that like sports arena feel where, you know, you were just like, everyone's like cheering and chanting and like surrounding the tables when like top players were playing and the, it was pretty wild. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah that was that that's how i saw it yeah yeah it was really cool um you know playing the playing in the finals um well semi and then the finals getting on the stream table um i was kind of tunnel vision at the time just focused on the game really just basically staring at the table um but after the game was over i kind of looked up and i was like oh my goodness there was like this crowd around there was like 50 60 people just surrounding the table just watching the game that was really cool um this time around where last time you know me and kyle were playing and we look up and then it was like three guys just standing there yeah watching. it was an empty room basically yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're in this huge room and there's like no one there versus the big convention hall at adepticon just packed and people are just surrounding watching and then uh the cheering and stuff going yeah. on that was cool so yeah yeah yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, because I think both both of your games against Lila, they were surrounded by people, mm -hmm. right? And so yeah. yeah, both were super interesting to see uh, see both those games like that. So and 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 I kept getting like, you know, we were running the booth and stuff, and people would either like send me messages or someone would run over to the booth and be like. Oh God, this is happening. You you gotta get over here. And I'd be like, all right, Rachel, watch the booth for a second. And then I'd like walk over to see what was going on. And yeah, it was it was a really cool feeling. So yeah, I think they did a great job. Yeah. 
Yeah, and Endless covering it with the stream. He did a great job all weekend. Oh, yeah. I, I had a chance to go back and watch um, some of the games. And, yeah, the production quality was awesome. Um, him and, and uh, Zane Ferguson, they did a great job uh, putting together a good quality stream for the people at home to watch. And, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, David was telling me about all the different, like, sourcing for many of the different parts of the stream. Yeah. Uh, that they were using like the dice tray i guess was custom built by a film crew from argentina um alejandro i yep. guess like does film production as like his day job yeah uh, like <laughs> so legit he, yeah so it's like a real like green screen dice tray that you know where you had the floating dice yep. you know that they had tried the green screen thing at previous events but it was just like flat so the dice kept rolling off mm -hmm. the yeah, rolling off the thing but it was an actual like properly constructed green screen dice tray um and then a lot of the technical stuff was from uh seth roche from bombad generals so um and then of course uh zane ferguson also helped out a ton with the stream so yeah it was just the production quality was great the stream was great um the team that put on the event um you know lj and griffin and, and all those guys uh, did a great job so yeah it was an awesome event really was yeah well uh, well um, done <clears throat> um why don't we talk uh real quickly because we got some previews that we promised people we would talk about so let's do that and then we can kind of dive more into your yeah. own personal world world's experience world champion be damned we're doing what we said we would do <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right all right <laughs> um do you want to do housekeeping today jay or just not nah, no nah, okay. just keep going all right uh so let's let's just walk we got a ton of new stuff here it's um a lot of it is just miniatures so we can maybe speculate on what some of this stuff is but we did get some actual rules too here so mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um we're just gonna go go through here in order first thing we got is bad batch which is just miniatures yes i am very excited about this this is probably the most exciting thing for me out of the the new uh leaks that we got um especially previous. crosshair or previous yes yeah. not leaks um Crosshair, especially because um, I'm an Empire player, but yep. it'll be interesting. I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do. If he's gonna be like his own unit, or, or if he's gonna be like a heavy weapon, like we've seen before, or what. But he's definitely gonna be a sniper. So I'm excited to to see his stat line. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah and it's uh, interesting to. I, I like, uh, you know, they did this a little bit in the past, but they've been doing it a lot more. The like double faction or multi-faction units and and so like i really like that i guess these guys are going to be for both Re rebels and republic which yep. is which is cool so mm -hmm. yeah and it you've got basically the whole crew here um and it seems likely um that omega will be rebels only and crosshair will probably be republic only and possibly also some kind of model that you can take an empire yeah um oh that would be cool yeah like My, a del mico type right just as like a heavy weapon upgrade <laughs> um the open question for me here is like are you going to be able to field all five to six at once because yeah uh, <laughs> no, i think the closest analogy we have for something like this where you have a unit with a bunch of named unique minis in it is clan ren or inferno squad and those are you know basically one generic guy with two yep. named minis in them uh if this is like five named minis <laughs> that's gonna be a big unit yeah right 
I wonder if it'll be like they just have a baseline card and then you just kind of add in what minis you want to include or something like that. Like, I don't know if they, what they're going to do. I'm very curious. Um, but yeah, I've been loving the show so far. Yep, so the great. second, second season has been really cool so far. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for these guys. Yeah. The minis look great. My, I, it was really funny too, because it, it seems like the, um, they just kind of probably cropped in from Photoshop, like, the pictures of the minis because they're not all quite the same size as each other um one yep. of my favorite facebook posts about this was like does wrecker look small yeah. to you and then somebody responded that to that and was like uh, just very matter of factly uh wrecker's small because this is a miniature of wrecker thank you um yeah they're not quite all on the same scale which is probably why yeah. wrecker looks small but yeah. I'm sure he'll be like Wookiee sized or dark trooper sized or whatever. Yeah. Um, big boy. Yeah. He's a big boy, but yeah, they look great. I love the crosshair pose with him just like holding his rifle mm -hmm. by his side there. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Not much more to say about them other than to speculate. Yeah. You want to just do all the models that, and then yeah, we'll let's do just the do all the models and then yeah. we can do the unit cards. Um, we also got some Geonosians. I really feel like as fine as that is, um, like really them before gungans that seems like i mean come on gungans right why yeah. why don't we have gungans right now <laughs> yeah I, I i would agree with you jay <laughs> yeah yeah it, it uh, could be similar time scale situation yeah um, we got we got ahsoka and uh Asajj previews kind of before cody and they're all it, it looks like they're all like in the same quote-unquote mm -hmm. wave um so it could be that, you know, we're also getting Gungans and they just haven't showed them to us. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. Hmm. Yeah. They look cool. Yeah, they do. I'm still scarred from uh, Star Wars miniature days. These guys, you would run them in like a horde and Poggle gave them like this um, basically suicide bomb effect. So they would just blow up in your face <laughs> and you would just run like 30 of these dudes. And it was in a game where you really only ran like eight to 10 units, then they were just really cheap and they just swarmed you. So if they have that effect, I'm just going to be like, Oh boy. But uh, yeah, that, that was always fun. Do they, do they like explode in cannon somewhere? I I don't know. They just get, they just gave them like a self-destruct. Um, <laughs> That's really strange. I don't remember them doing that in the movie. Yeah. I don't know. They just kind of blew up. I don't know. <laughs> they just ran at you in hordes. But, yeah, I mean, I would like to see, you know, these guys obviously have wings. It looks like they have them up on uh, on stands, you know, it'd be interesting to see if they just give them jump or if they give them some sort of fly mechanic. Like yeah, I, hover I, ground. Yeah, hover ground. That would be yeah. cool. Um, I'd like to see that some sort of hover or fly mechanic. Or hover in, air, I guess it would be. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe ground, maybe they're lower. Whatever the probes, the uh, Sith probes have. Probably oh, yeah. But yeah, I'd like to see more of that in this game. You know, like, I think one of my big things is obviously Ewoks. But, like, yep. I, I would love to see Ewok gliders. Like, that would be amazing. Uh, but, you know, who knows? Anyways. Yeah, and they've said they'll be coming with Poggle the Lesser and Sunfac. Hopefully I pronounced that correctly. So. Sure. That was close. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, it'll be cool for yep. for separatists to get a core unit that's not yeah. a droid. Mm -hmm. yep. 
We'll see how that works in their faction. I guess we don't necessarily <clears throat> know that they're a core unit. They could be, yeah, that's true. like a special forces or something. Yeah. Um. All right, Inquisitors. Yes. Yeah. All right. That'd be pretty cool. But, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Sure. Cheaper, cheaper force users for the empire. Because we all know the empire needs. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, more right. better force users. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently they seem to be designed to be taken together because they didn't say much about their rules but they did say that you could take hmm. both of them as one operative slot oh okay interesting so it doesn't say anything about their costs but it does seem right. like you could take you know you could take two inquisitors like and darth vader operative if you wanted or That'd and be cool. boba fett or something like that yeah kind of like how like r2 and c3po work almost yeah. yeah, it seems like they'll still be two separate units uh, rather than like a counterpart situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it'll be more like, I guess, probably like a just being able to take three operatives, essentially, mm-hmm. if you want. Yeah, I mean, this is interesting. I think this definitely opens the way for like potentially old man Obi-Wan, right? Yep. From the shows you got, uh, you could probably do Kale Castus right like he from the from the video game like he's a really good cool jedi like that would be a cool jedi to have and then you could do an operative with him and have a counterpart and have his little droid that he has like that would be cool um yeah i'm just excited that it kind of opens a you know an era of the you know the the galaxy for other things to come in as well you know yeah. i'm slightly disappointed they didn't do second sister from Fallen Order. Um, they okay. did the the yeah. Inquisitors from Rebels. Yeah, I assume well, we'll get here eventually. But... Uh, doesn't the one the guy isn't he in Obi Wan as well? I think he's he yes. they made a real, uh, yeah. So live action. Yeah, live. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Too yeah, late. He's in Obi Wan. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I know second sister would have been good. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. All right. That's All it right. For should we hit some cards? Ewoks, Ewoks, Ewoks. So Before we get to Ewoks, uh, since it's slightly closer in terms of time scale, May, I think, let's hit the Ahsoka card. All right, fine. <laughs> Who cares about Ahsoka? Nobody. So she has a pretty, like, quote unquote, standard uh, yep. melee Jedi card, very similar to the base stats of, um, like, Commander Luke. Uh, you know, the old six health, red save, three courage, search crit, um, speed two. She has two four slots and two training slots like Maul and Ventress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. she's got basically Obi-Wan's lightsaber profile. Um, but then she also has jump two instead of jump one. She has defend one, which is, uh, as Anakin has demonstrated, a massive keyword for force users. Um and then she has deflect, immune, pierce, and then Jarkai mastery, which is the same mastery that Ventress has, where you basically it's marksman but with dodges. Right. Yep. Um, so yes. yeah. So defend one place with that. So you 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 know like definitely want her to have I Jedi. Always always want orders, but you know you definitely yeah. want her to have orders, and you get you get a bonus for that. So it's good. Yep. Yeah, probably run C's on her. That seems like it's just a natural pairing to get that defend one going and 
order control and stuff like that. Uh, maybe tenacity. I don't know. Into the fray, probably. Yeah, you definitely want into the fray now that deflect doesn't work in melee. Yeah, true. Unless she has a command card or something that gives her surges like Vader does. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Obviously, they didn't show us her command cards. Supposedly, she has four. Oh, um, sweet. So, uh, and I think Ventress also had four, right? Ventress has her three normal cards, and then she's got like a Dooku teamwork card. Yep. yep. So, people have been speculating on what that fourth card is, but it could be a teamwork card of some kind. Yeah, that'd be cool. If she's the Ventress Mirror. <clears throat> Who would she have teamwork with? Yeah, I wonder. Because be she's Rebels, yeah, right? This is the Fulcrum version of Ahsoka. So, yeah, yeah. Star Wars Rebels. So, Sabine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Sabine's the only other Rebels character. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, I have. mean, uh, right? She's in, uh, well, Book of Boba Fett, I guess, with with OP Luke. So, but they have met, they have and, been and together. We've She's seen it. She's met it. Yeah, she got Din, um, Grogu. Could be something there. Uh, who else has she interacted with? I guess that's it. Oh, R two. Yeah, could be something there. Like those are the those are like the four or five characters that she's met that we know of <laughs> that are out, right? Yep. All right, N now we can do Ewoks, Jay. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Oh, uh, so I'll just say since Luke's on, this is pretty great. Uh, Luke's dad is like really upset about Ewoks and people running them. And so I'm literally just going to shove Why? him down. Because he's a maniac. So I'm going to go yeah. to every tournament. I'm going to travel three, four, whatever it takes, wherever Chris is playing, I will be there with Ewoks and an ATST <laughs> or two, depending on what they allow. And I will be shoving them down his throat as much as I can. So it just gives me <laughs> yeah. another excuse to play him. Not yeah. that I needed one. <laughs> He, he is a, like he is just a hatred for Ewoks. Yeah, <laughs> it's just an irrational dislike for Ewoks. Yeah, yeah, he just can't handle the meme of the Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the little teddy bears running around. He's like, I'm literally just gonna run the counter to whatever Ewoks. <laughs> I don't care if it's good against anything else. <laughs> I'm just gonna murder as many Ewoks as I can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have um just off topic but i was thinking i i somebody had given me like as a collectible they had uh the cartoon remember the star wars cartoon with the ewoks and uh, c3po and r2d2 like the old one um and so i have the like vhs display that has like the cartoon ewoks and so i'm thinking about making a display board with that as the background <laughs> and just bringing that to everything uh yeah That'd be amazing. Practice your Ewok <laughs> noises or get like an Ewok soundboard to yeah. get the full effect there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, that's all I'm going to do. It's going to yeah. be amazing. Jay, do you, do you want to do the honors and tell us about Wicket? I do. Yeah. So uh, Wicket, he's the hero of Bright Tree. I don't know if you guys know this, but he is. Um, he is, I'm going to call it the teardrop because they're gangsters. That's their symbol. Um, <laughs> he is 70 I assume points. That's the Ewok symbol? Yeah, I right? think so. But it yeah. looks like if you look at it from far away, it looks like a teardrop. It so does. I, actually, when I paint them, I'm going to paint teardrops under their eyes. Like, <laughs> so that looks, killed someone in the in the wood prison. Uh, 
So 70 points, three training. He's got independent dodge one. He's got low profile nimble, relentless, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is amazing. Uh, scout one and scouting party two. So after you use scout, you could bring up to two troopers at range one to two with you. Uh, sharpshooter two and unhindered. He's got a ton of keywords. Yep. Uh, white dice expected five health, two courage, surge to crit on attack, which is pretty yep. great. Surge to defense, which is great. Uh, he's got a spear for two red, one black, pierce one in melee, and a sling for range one to two, one black, pierce one. Primitive, whatever the hell primitive means. But I'm so excited about all of it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and he is, you know, he's he's a commander, but he, he's got a rival commander, and uh, I don't know which one to run, you know? Yeah, they didn't show Logre's card, did they? We just get the back of Logre's card, apparently has a suppressive weapon. Yeah, but also yeah. C-3PO's yeah, yeah. commander as well. Yeah. Ooh, well, why not both? But I, all three, if yeah. I can. That would be great. <laughs> Just like I would love them to make the battle force like, yeah, run as many commanders as you want. They're like none of this matters because they're white held. <laughs> like, right. You know? They're super cheap. Yeah, they yeah. all have primitive yeah, weapons. He's, he's only 70 points. Yeah. yeah. So good. I mean, the weapon profiles are so definitely good. don't have a lot of dice on them, which no. makes sense. Yeah. But like the defensive keywords here on Wicket. Yeah. Um <laughs> I hope this is not like a preview of what every Ewok card oh, yeah. is gonna have on it. They're uh, gonna have that's like uh, cover four permanently if you're in heavy cover. <laughs> yes, between independent dodge, low profile, and nimble. And of course, they, he has training slots, so you can give him situational awareness. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> it's going to be so good. Yeah, so not not the most uh, of offensive powerhouses, but clearly a giant pain in the ass to kill. Um Unclear if he'll have her, he'll, his own command cards or if he just uses like the Wookiee, not Wookiee, mm. the Ewok Battle Force command cards. Yeah. Ah, but, so good. Yeah. So, it's like, interesting. Uh, this this yeah. certainly feels like a thematic profile. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's do C3PO. So we got right. C3PO. Uh, looks like 40 points. Commander. Master storytelling for an action. Choose up to X friendly teardrops. At range one, where X is the current round number, each chosen unit gains two surge tokens. <laughs> this is so, so I've been preaching this forever, but oh, fantasy, Warhammer fantasy, the goblins, mm -hmm. this is very thematically falling in the same insanity that that was, where it was just like, I don't know, what, what round is this? Oh, four, yeah, cool, four. These guys get surges, you know, two surges, you know, like. Oh, I just love that. Um, he has compel, uh, teardrop troopers, and infiltrate. <laughs> infiltrate. That one's really interesting. Yeah, because yeah. he floats in or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he just appears. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Oh my god, I, I'm so happy. Uh, divine influence. Uh, while they are within range one of C3PO, uh, the the troopers units gain guardian two. While using Guardian, they may cancel crit results as if they were regular results. Permanent, permanent protector. Oh my god, could, could you just imagine like uh, fighting your dad and all I have is C-3PO left? Oh my god. <laughs> so good. 
Oh he, man. He's got no weapons. <laughs> he he uh, surges on defense. He has white saves, three health, two courage, and speed two. I mean, he's kind of fast for C-3PO. Yeah. Well, he's floating in a chair, I guess. Oh, so yeah, they, that's they're carrying right. yeah. him, probably. He's got wizard magic. That's yeah. right. Or maybe they're, I, that'd be great if his mini is like, like a bunch of Ewoks with his chair, like on their shoulders. Oh, oh that'd be awesome. <laughs> oh my God. That's so good. Yeah. Um, And then we could see the back of what I can only assume is Chewbacca in an ATST. Uh, yeah. Just, just because of the fixed front and the impact three. Yeah. So but... here's my question about Chewbacca. Yeah. Because it appears that the unit name for this ATST is Chewbacca. Yeah. Can he use the rubble Chewbacca command cards? And more specifically, can he use the two pip uh, where if Leia shoots, you get like a free chewy fire support on top oh, of Leia's shot? Oh, uh, that would be so good. With an ATST? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's an amazing question. It's the Chewbacca unit. You know, Batman. it doesn't seem any different than like Boba Fett with his Friday of Command cards or Luke or Vader. That could be the case. If that's the case, that's scary. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, it's written based on the back of the card. It says Chewbacca. That's all it says, right? That's yeah, that's what it says. Uh, that would be amazing. Uh, amazing. Well, and you got to figure probably, I mean, who knows how they're going to build the battle force, but Han, Leia, and OP Luke all would need to be available for that. I would assume so. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, after Chewbacca activates, Luke can activate if he has a face-up order token. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. But, oh yeah, the God. Leia one is what really stood out to me. Because that's a free attack. That's yeah. not like you have to flip Chewie's token face yeah. down. It's just like Leia shoots, and then you just for free add Chewie's dice to it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. We'll see. I don't. I don't own an ATST, but uh, this might change that. <laughs> I have four. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Oh my god! I'll have to mod one with Chewie hanging out the top. Obviously, uh, I mean, who knows? They might have a model that's like Chewie hanging out the top of an ATST. Yeah, I want to believe that they will. Let's let's say let's say that they will. But my heart tells me that maybe they just give you the half Chewie. Yeah, they don't actually maybe. give you the it's like a unit with just the half chewing you have you just to put them put on, an right on, on top of an ATST. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh all right. You want to do the command cards now? Yeah. Like, all right, okay. So I'm trying to see if I can see these from the pictures. They are difficult to read. Uh okay, so basically you've got the for the Bribe, I believe, three uh, Ewok trooper units. Uh, you must nominate an Ewok commander. This round, all the at the beginning of the activation phase, units issued in order by this card may recover. This round, Ewok troopers with a face-up order token gain Dauntless and, rel and Relentless. Oh my God, that's insane. <laughs> I mean, oh, it, dude. so good. It could be that, like, Wicked, all their weapons are just kind of bad. So, yeah, giving yeah. individual Ewok troopers Relentless is like, all right. Um, yeah. But Relentless is really good. Keyword. Yeah. So is Dauntless. I just feel yeah. like it's going to be more annoying than, like, yeah. actually really, really good. Like, I mean, really, I'm assuming, like, you know, if you have, like, Dark Troopers or something. 
and just a bunch of Ewoks like just <laughs> run, running into him and getting squished, kicked across the field. It's just uh, so funny. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, the two pip hiding in plain sight. Two Ewok trooper units. Uh, oh, okay. So Bright Tree Village only. That must be the the That's name of the battle. Presumably the battle. The battle force. force. Yeah. Yep. You must nominate a Ewok commander. Units issue an order by this card gain inconspicuous this round. <laughs> that could be kind of amazing. Like uh, a unit has a box or something like that. Yeah. 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 And they're just gone. Yeah. So and it's and we don't know if the teardrop is the Ewoks or the battle force. Cause like we don't know if like C3PO and would be it, part you know would and and Chewbacca would be part of that as well. There's a if you look in the upper left of Wicket and Chewie's yep. cards and C3PO. Oh, it's there. Oh yeah, symbol. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh Chewie in an ATST. Oh, trooper. No, he couldn't. But yeah. And that would be fun. requires you to have a suppression token anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> just like it says trooper. Never mind. Yeah. Uh okay, so my favorite and the one I've wanted since I've played started Star Wars, since we started this podcast, it's all I've ever talked about, is the log trap. Uh, it's a one pip. You don't nominate any units. Uh, this round, at the start of the activation phase, one, uh, let's call him Bright T Tree Villager, trooper unit that contains an Ewok Trapper miniature may make the attack listed below. Oh, that so I think that gives something away. So they clearly have units, whether they're heavies or personnel units that are going to be trappers that can set traps, I'm assuming. And if you have one, you can do a range one to four, two red, three black, and back four Pierce one. <laughs> it's basically a bombard with Pierce. Yeah. Um, it's notable too that. This occurs at the start of the activation phase. Yep. So this is like a command phase bombard, basically. Yeah. Um, you, you don't have to <laughs> wait until the units in question's activation to do this. Oh man. So you put uh you put HQ uplink on the Chewy if it has an uplink on the Chewy ATST. You play this and then you and then whatever you're trying to kill, you then attack with the ATST and it's gonzo. Yeah, because it's a one pip. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So that's like a potentially what we know of right now, seven impact. Um yep. could be could be four. They said they're bad against vehicles now. Or eight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are all the rest of the rounds. Just this round, they're really good against vehicles. <laughs> yeah. They just hard delete one thing in the round. <laughs> yeah. And then the and rest then of the time they're you bad. still have an ATST. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's if you have a trapper unit left. Uh, I guess you know, by, yeah. by then. Oh, I mean, man. you don't have to nuke a vehicle with this. I'd hit just about anything with this five dice Pierce one yeah. bombard attack. <laughs> I hope the trapper doesn't have like sharpshooter sharp shooter. or something. Yeah. <laughs> that would be terrible. Yep. <clears throat> oh, man. All right. Uh, Arboreal assault. Arboreal assault. One pip. So two uh, trooper, two of the Ewok trooper units. You must nominate an Ewok uh, commander or, or Bright Tree Village commander. The weapons of the Ewok trooper units that have a face-up order token gain suppressive and immobilize one this round. Uh, yeah, no, they're real bad against uh, <laughs> uh, vehicles. 
Uh, this round after a friendly. Uh, oh wow! So that's going to be interesting. It's, after it's pinned down plus support an unit. Effect. Yeah, after a friendly support unit performs an attack against or not support special, special forces, forces performs an attack against a unit with a face support or token. Shuffle that token back into the order pool. So, yeah, that's a really good card. But it yes. also makes me think that maybe some of these Ewoks are going to be special forces. Potentially. I mean, yeah. Or or maybe they're banking. Yeah. yeah. Or you can bring rebel commandos. Yep. I assume. Yeah. It makes sense. Makes sense. Love it. I love it. I love it. These look like really good cards. Yeah, they do. Is is anyone else bothered by the repeated use of this round? Is that just me? <laughs> no. It's there a lot. <laughs> it's there's some of these have say it multiple times. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, it's funny, Kyle. I didn't even notice. I'm just so excited okay. about everything. I'm excited else. too. Yeah. I just think it's funny because it's totally redundant with how command cards work. Every command card is this round unless it has the permanent keyword. <laughs> but anyway, All right, Kyle, this is my little pet peeve with language. Well, way to bring down my. You know, I was so high. I was so high about this, and you just kind of just. I know, Jay. I could sense it. I felt like I needed to bring you back. Yeah. Um, the only thing so far, I'm very happy about everything. I like the only thing I've been asking myself is, do you think they'll have rebels on speeder bikes? Oh, that's a good point. Maybe. Right. Because you got Chewbacca stealing the ATS. He'd Luke (laughs) on a speeder bike. We could do it like same thing they're doing with Chewbacca, right? That would be cool. Just people with his lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Um, But. So those all were right. all the previews of that. And then the final preview we got was the store championships. Yeah. Let's talk about this real quick. We talked yeah. about it briefly last week, but the short version is that uh, there's a new competitive season that will culminate again in uh, 2024 at Adepticon with Worlds. Yep. But basically there's two different ways to earn invites. There's store championships, which seems like they will be very similar to the primes of previous seasons. Yep. Or whatever those were called. Prime, RPQs. Yep. Yep. Uh, And then there's regionals, um, which are essentially going to be the convention level tournaments. And regionals will come with some kind of additional benefit, uh, whether it's a buy or something like that. Yeah, and whatever that means in their terms. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, They've also apparently said that like the store champs will have an invite for every 16 players. Yep. Oh, okay. Which it's unclear if that means like every fraction of 16 players. Cause in theory, if you're doing like a three round tournament, you would potentially have two undefeated players as soon as you get to 17. Right. Um, okay. Or if you have to get like all the way up to 32 to get two invites for a store, I don't know. It's not super clear how that works, but the bottom line is it seems like they've put some thought into potentially making it so that, you don't have to like tie break undefeated players to mm-hmm. hand out an invite. So yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, and I, you know, I would assume too, it's going to be like uh, how the primes and RPQs work. Not every store could get those. So, I th- you know, I'm sure it's like a volume space thing. Like, Hey, you got to be able to have this many players. You got to been doing this much volume with us, et cetera, et cetera, in order for you to get one of these store championships. You know, because it's yeah. that's just how that works. And I think that I'm not saying that negatively. I, I think that's a positive thing, right? Because then you're not getting like 
some store that has one table and they're like, we're going to have a store championship. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yep. Um, you know, I, I think it's fine. I remember there being jokes about some RPQs and primes where like six or seven people showed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a two round tournament, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I wish that would happen, man. But no, <laughs> I sorry, it's a friggin' gauntlet. We get no, people gotta, that like yeah. remember like Stevens was like uh, traveling yep. up and uh, yep. and I think Mike Barry came up to yep. a couple like yep. dude, we were getting tons of travel. We had 32 at that one <laughs> yeah. store yeah. championship. And we played five rounds. Yep. Yeah. It was crazy <laughs> in uh, one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I played uh Nick Gardner in the finals. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah. Also not made clear to me, but I assume um, I have an invite to next year, but I wasn't told. So I'll have to ask maybe LJ on that or something. Yeah, you got one last time. Yeah. Or yeah. It doesn't seem like you should have to win another invite to defend your own title. Again. Yeah. yeah. I say make him. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, why don't we transition to you want to tell us, Luke, about, um, you know, the list you brought some of your favorite moments from games basically just your world's experience generally yeah totally let's do it um so i mean boba fett we had to bring him back um yep. after four years um he obviously got a bunch of buffs um just recently especially with the new cards um so uh he's been always my favorite piece in the game and most comfortable with um so i decided to to bring him and um kind of built the list around him um with the shoreline that i brought and then the triple snipers and why not ig88 because we have points and he's a good gun um and yeah it's kind of interesting because it's it's like an updated version of my 2019 uh world's list you know you still got the six core the, the three snipers um things just got cheaper so you can fit another bounty hunter in there but um Basically going into it, obviously, I was prepared to play a bunch of Blizzard Force uh, matches and Dark Troopers. Um, that was the main thing. I didn't want to play either of those because I like to usually just play something just a little different that people aren't quite prepared for um, because they'll know what to expect and, you know, how to counter it and the plays that they they can do. Um, so, yeah, that's the list I landed on. I, I played it for like two or three months, which I always recommend to to newer players asking, you know, what's, what's a good uh, first learning curve when you're going into to tournaments, just play, play a list a bunch so that you know it. Um, but yeah. Um, so that's how I landed on the list. Uh, felt very comfortable with it going into it. Um, well, actually the Sunday prior, I played a practice game against your own uh, Lucas um, Technophobia. Uh -huh. And he actually beat me on stream. And I was like, man, now I'm not feeling so good. <laughs> uh, because that was my last uh, game going into it. And uh, he was running the Blizzard Force Opator version, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I felt like uh, I, was, I was pretty well versed. Uh, my list, you know, it wasn't amazing at any particular thing. But it could it could hang with just about anything and play most objectives besides, like, bombing run so and i knew i wouldn't be forced to play that um so yeah going into it um i actually took a loss the first game uh against a great player bobette um i think his name's julian yeah and um yeah so i went oh one um luckily you could take a loss the first day so yep. i just kind of 
on the lunch break, just dialed it back in, kind of got my headspace cleared and uh, just took it one game at a time after that. Um, uh, went two and one that first day and then, you know, that's all you had to do. So kept going, chipping a chair one game at a time um, and played a lot, a lot of great players throughout the weekend. Um, got to play people from Canada, obviously, Germany, uh, the UK in the finals. That was awesome. Um, so, yeah, a lot of great players. I played against three Blizzard Force um, matches. I didn't play against any of the du the double dark list, which um, I know people have been saying like, oh, we got through without playing it, which is true. And I actually was saying prior, you know, mathematically, someone's going to get through without playing them. Um, just happened to be me. Um, my list, if you take a look at it, it doesn't have like natural impact. And you're like, how does he deal with dark troopers? Um, but I actually, I, I found in my practice games that I could actually kill two double darts, whether it was IRG, six man units, whatever it may be, uh, pal barrier even included in that. Um, because I have seven units that have surged to crit in some way. And then Boba Fett, you know, he's got a couple impact cards. Um, he has impact, impact one himself. Uh, the simple man card simple was man great. Is great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you increase the range of his wrist rocket to range three, so you can kite better and you gain marksman. Usually it's doing three or four through with Pierce one. Um, you know, I was doing quick math today, but basically with that rule with respect turn, you know, you're shooting mortars with four dice, you're shooting T21s with an extra dice. All that adds up to where you can um, handle darks, um, even though it doesn't seem like it. And that's kind of where I was, I was unsure going into it if I needed to swap into two HH12s and drop uh, the Del Shore and the Mortar. Ultimately, I said, I need to be able to handle all the other lists better. And we'll just have to hope that the math works out, the crits come. And uh, if I do place play against that double dark list but or yeah. just not play against any of them or yeah. you just or you just dodge them all you just yep. dodge them all <laughs> um, best counter yeah the best counter is not to play against them yep. <laughs> so it worked out in the end um but yeah i had i had made a couple changes right before i just dropped like two recon intels um and i actually regret doing that um because mm. the, not that this um you know taking any anything away from Bobette, but the game that i lost that first game was the only game that i chose to be blue um every other game there was like at least half the games where i did have the bid and i still chose to be red um whether it was because i felt like the objective deck was similar enough or the side mattered more um i, I think the list in particular is way more reactive um just because you can um you know, set up the battle deck or have that last veto to um, whether, you know, make the deployment more favorable favorable for you, which in all three of my Blizzard games, I played on Danger Close, which is mm -hmm. very good for my list. Or um, you can play an objective where Bounty comes in to play more. Um, so I think the red player is definitely more keyed towards that list. Um, and 12 activations, you're talking about having three, four, sometimes five deployments after your opponent goes fully. So uh, it gives you a lot of um, play there. 
Um, but yeah, so the red player definitely throughout the weekend, just, I, I felt much more comfortable being red. Um, so I, I probably would have just brought it back to 800, which is what I was practicing up until like two days before I decided to drop them to have a bid against the dark trooper list. Cause I did notice they were coming in at like three to three ish, two ish point bids. So I wanted to beat them. So I guess maybe, you know, it worked out in my, my favor, but yeah. Um, another thing was um, Boba Fett's two pip. I might change that out for push um, to be honest with you. There were like three games over the like 15 to 20 in practice where that card did win me the game. But throughout the world's weekend, um, just having the order control is more important on the bounty hunters. Um, probably it would have it would have been a lot better to have. Um, but other than that, yeah, the list the list worked out really well. Rule with respect is amazing, um, especially for snipers. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think many people were running snipers uh, strike teams. No, it wasn't super common. No, and then mortars. Even I I didn't see a lot of mortars. I I think I was one of a handful of people still running mortars um that's more surprising yeah yeah i a lot of people don't like mortars which i've always loved them yeah they're um, great yeah i don't i don't know if it's like the three health that people get hung up on but you know i always think of it like they can do a lot of chip damage early and suppressive you know it actually works a lot more than you think it does like um mm-hmm. one of my games i didn't even like do any damage to Vader, but I was panicking him. So he was just getting suppressed down and he couldn't even do anything. Um, and that was thankful to my mortars. Um, so I don't know. I love them. They get through heavy cover at range four. They're cheap still. And um, and people focus on them. Like yeah. it's the same with like e-webs and you're like, all right. Yep. You're like moving. You're like, you know, the big blasters around the corner. And you're like, yeah, shoot that guy. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's, yep. it's an interesting, it's a weird thing for whatever they see like an emplacement trooper and they're like, I got to kill that thing. And you're like, yeah, you do go for yeah. it. Yeah. 30 points, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, know. that's a great point actually, because it, it happened in, I think all three of my blizzard matches, they use the bombard card against my borders. And I was like, thank you. Yeah, um, use it against the shores or against Boba and IG. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You're not suppressing yeah. my shores or, you know, taking out my main core. I was yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. Do it um so yeah, yeah it's it's one reason, of those yeah. things in your head when they when when your opponent does it you're like oh don't do that but you're like but no go ahead and do it, it it's yeah. like that weird thing where you're like this, i don't know what you're doing man but it's yeah. fine with me i guess yeah um you know one of the questions i want to ask you uh yeah. luke was how much weight do you put behind like a tts game like a loss like that to lucas on tts do you put the same kind of like weight and thought into how the results of your tts games versus your in real life games or do you just see them as reps um that's a good question i so i learned a lot out of that game actually so i took it to where i i deployed too close to lucas's vader and um you know, I'm, I'm not like stressing about the loss more. So I'm, I'm using it as a learning experience, just like any rep. Um, I think I would, I probably take the in-person losses harder, I guess you could say than, than a TTS loss, but, um, I, I kind of do like TTS a little better these days, just because it's so much more precise. Um, you know, I know all the movement measurements in inches, so I can like exactly measure it out where double darks can, 
where they're going to be after they move twice and then shoot like things like that, where when you're playing on uh, tabletop, it's a little more, um, you know, fudgy and things mm. are, you can't measure precisely. I kind of wish we would do with um, tape measures, but I understand that they want to use their own measurement tools. Um, but yeah, I, TTS is great because you're able to get a game anytime on a weekday or whatever it may be yeah. play against, you know, I played against Lucas in Germany. Great player. You find the time, slot it up. You're good to go. Um, so yeah, it's a good tool, definitely. But uh, yeah, it's just it's interesting, right? And I think maybe you guys and it seemed in Lucas is similar in this way, where like the numbers are really really important to to the game, and so TTS seems to lend into that a little mm-hmm. bit more. But I also find it becomes a little bit slower because of that as well. You know, because everyone seems to be trying to get the exact measurements, you know what I mean? And like over and like, oh, wait, wait, measure, measurement, where in real life, because you're not getting that exact measurement, you're kind of estimating anyways. I find it goes a little bit faster because you're like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it seems close. Okay, let's go. Um, yeah, it's just an interesting, I, I almost see them as two different games. Mm-hmm. Um, in my, and that's for me, because I'm not a math guy. And, and so like, yeah, I mean, you guys have both played me. It's just like, uh, I don't know. Let's see what happens. <laughs> like, you know, I just start throwing stuff at you. Um, uh, but yeah, I just always found that interesting that like, yeah, TTS Legion is a completely separate game from yeah. in, in real life Legion, I think. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, uh, I I kind of view all TTS games as reps, including like tournament games like Invader. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, even like something like Invader is kind of you know, like high level practice for real life Legion, basically. Yeah. Um, so it's it's useful. It's useful for getting like a good feel for, you know, what units do and mm-hmm. what your list does, and kind of like the fundamentals of movement and positioning and stuff. But you're right; it's not it's not quite the same mm. as gaming on a real table. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I would agree. They're definitely different. Um, and real life there's there's more um there's sloppiness right things are getting bumped around that's just the nature of tabletop games Mm. um where the precision on tts is always there like you can lock units and things like that now um and line of sight i think i don't know it it might be easier in in real life but also you got to have that perfect angle too where tts it's much easier to line up where that angle is so Mm -hmm. Uh, it's different for sure it is nice on tts for line of sight especially for close checks to be able to get like a write down on the table you know you can put your point of view almost literally anywhere yeah because you're just you're hovering like a drone yeah um and you can also spawn those silhouettes in the most precise location yeah yeah fit it behind yeah especially for the bikes i mean oh my gosh (laughs) don't get me started (laughs) on the bike silhouettes pancake the pancake yeah the imaginary pancake Um, i i finally understand how cover works for bikes i learned in the final game can you help me because i don't (laughs) (laughs) after playing blizzard for like 30 games i still don't oh god so i had this crazy idea i don't know why i thought this i thought it was like a flashlight effect and you uh-huh. had to literally check the entire silhouette to the other entire silhouette. I didn't know about the, like, you pick a point still, the worst point, and then you check 50% from there. So I okay. had this, like, 
vision in my head that it's like a three-dimensional volume being projected from one to the other and you had to somehow like calculate if it was 50 percent obscured or not from that so that's what had me confused for the longest time and uh finally lj properly explained it to me at and in person at worlds because over text i was still confused on discord and such but yeah i thought that was pretty funny i feel like even that is in practice because that's kind of how i've been doing it but in practice that's still like it's actually still quite difficult to oh, do yeah because you have to figure out where the worst point is yep it, it has to be somewhere like on an imaginary <laughs> space yep. that exists like above the base um yeah yep. uh, and it's usually the lowest point and you can't right. get under it because the table's there yep. so it's like how are you going to check yeah uh, yeah it's pretty terrible you just do what i do and you just go yep. yeah you got cover <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> that's what most people do now is you just kind of give up on the process and you're yeah. like yeah whatever it's cover let's move on yeah, yeah. please um, god i just i can't do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> i would as frustrating as it is i would encourage people at least in tournament games to like not do that because i was i don't know about you luke but there were several times with a lot of persistence um but where i was actually able to get open shots with trooper units mm -hmm. at worlds um it was not common but like you know if you can do that even once or twice in a game it's meaningful yep. um so yeah i would encourage people to not give up on the process as tempting as that is uh well okay okay hold on let me clarify that because you're making it sound like I'm just giving everybody cover no matter what. I'm saying like. <laughs> there are some people that are doing that just for the record. Oh, okay. No, I meant like if it's. If it looks like it's significantly difficult to find like that, I'm going to have to like, like Luke said, get down and like find that one weak point that where I'm going to be like, no, nope, yeah. no cover. Then I'm like, yeah, all right, it's covered. But like if it's. If it's questionable just from looking at it before you even dig into those points, then yeah, you should absolutely look and figure it out. But if if it's like it's the two, it's like glass half empty, half full, right? Like if you're saying you're looking for them not to be in cover and you have to look hard, then it's probably just cover and go for it. But if it's looks like it's not gonna be cover and you're looking for it to be cover. That's, you know what I mean? That's where you kind of, you look, I think. I know that sounded confusing, but it's. Yeah, I kind of lost you there, but yeah. I gotcha. No, I get it. Um, I definitely did find some open shots, usually at least a couple times a game, I feel like. Um, but it's not common anymore. No. Um, for sure. Um, where it used to be like a, a more tactile thing. Um, but yeah, there's still, there's still open shots that you can find. Definitely always still look for them. Um, especially, uh, I, one thing that I was doing in my, a bunch of my games was just before the game, make sure you cover, like if the, does this give bikes cover or not? Yep. Cause you know, mid game, you don't want to be like, uh, nope, that does now give them cover. And it's like this little barrel sitting there, yep. you know, or something like that. So I, I always made sure to cover that at yep. least. 100%. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will say too. I noticed just like the tables. I feel like had less scatter than mm. maybe I'm used to in the past, and that probably contributed to like the, you know, occasional, you know, one out of ten times being able to actually get that open shot. Yeah. Um. Well, I I think that was deliberate. In maybe it was. 
Um, for, you know, I know, I but, know when I was putting together tables and when I was making recommendations to Adepticon, it was just like, yeah, the less confusing you can make these tables, the better. Let's, you know what I mean? Like barricades, yeah. like nice edged buildings, you know, area. If you're going to do like rubble or something, make sure it's in a, a, a seeable area on a base yeah on a yeah. base stuff like that and so so i think yeah i think they really took that to heart and i mean listen those guys are all uh 40k players so they get you know they get yeah. the, the gist yeah. yeah the uh the final table was great for that mm -hmm. it was the naboo table uh feed whatever um yeah all square buildings and then the scatter was just like benches which were also square and then you had maybe like um, some barricade like things. And it was very easy to figure out if things had cover or not. I did find a couple open shots there um, too. And then, but the semifinal was like the opposite of that. It was a great table, um, but the scatter was just like everywhere. And it was like, everything has cover basically on this table. We're not yep. even going to bother um, except for bikes. You know, you can find open shots because we declared prior to that things didn't give cover or not right. so but yeah both great tables it was just like funny that they were opposite mm. spectrums mm. of that uh, yeah, yeah definitely like big uniform shaped blocky terrain pieces work better with yeah. you know, cover rules and then the more dynamic stuff that we're historically used to yeah so, um what's what was your like favorite moment from a game um or maybe craziest moment so I played um, Marcus in the, I think it was the round three game on Saturday and he was running the bark uh, Anakin yep. and, like couple clone Dunline, and we played on KP and anytime there's a force user involved on KP, it always gets complicated with force push and things like that. And um, it was coming down to it. I, I started off an early attrition lead because I had more range um, and the snipers with high velocity helped out a lot. Um, but he was picking off units as well. And it got down to the end and it was the final turn and he had Anakin already sitting on the KP full health. And I'm trying to like calculate who can get there and it's coming down to it. And uh, sure enough, it was like, he had force pushed a shore unit and he did it. He did a very good job. He, he force pushed a shore unit and cohered. So it stopped my, my mortar from being able to get on there, which I hadn't calculated for uh, because he literally just blocked it with yep. the placement of the uh, unit or the models. And so at the end he had, he had three units on there or he was going to have three units. It was Anakin, uh, solo clone leader and then the bark and I think I was only going to get two on the middle and uh, I just had a sniper left and uh, he just rolled up and popped the solo clone leader with a crit and it not only did it make it tied 2-2 on the middle but then it also brought me up in kill points <laughs> and I won by like 40 or something so that was pretty that was a pretty big swing there um and probably like one of the biggest moments of the tournament um because it won me the game if i miss there i i lose so um pretty pretty intense dice roll there um and then probably i don't know in the final one small fell like it was just like all right we did it we got it but that was a great game too 
never seen a list like that that was cool um <laughs> yeah i mean i was like sitting up all night um just trying to figure out what to do against that list and i was like i gotta just shoot and back up back up back up that's the only thing i could do um luckily i had enough pierce so i could get through the red saves um but yeah that was that was pretty intense um i did throughout the weekend it was interesting i don't know if anybody like specifically practice against my list and me me and you were talking about this earlier kyle but because of that i don't know that people knew exactly how to handle the matchup mm-hmm. because especially like the blizzard force they're starting at 10 i have 12 for playing breakthrough they have to attack because i got two activations on them right yep and because i have two activations on them it forces them to make a tough choice about when to commit to the attack because they're going to take return fire no matter what. Um, and it was interesting because a lot of the Blizzard Force players that I played were very passive and they held back. And I think that's what cost them because in all my practice games that I had played, it was very aggressive. The bikes fly in, you get hit with the air chair use, you get bombarded, and then Vader's right behind. And that's yep. where it becomes a like intense game where it's like, all right, how do I figure out how to win this? Um, but because they were allowing me to just sit there and take plink shots all day, maybe they were worried about the bounty, which I understand. I mean, I got two of them that can pick it up. Um, but it seemed like throughout the tournament, people were very afraid of that, um, factor and just maybe didn't play against a list like mine. Um, so it definitely worked in my favor, bringing that list that people probably didn't practice specifically for. Um, so yeah. I did pick up a couple bounties. Um, another game that was pretty intense was a breakthrough game against Blizzard Force. And it was literally a uh, final shot with IG-88. He bountied the Imperial officer and then stepped in the zone to count for two. And I won 5-4 on breakthrough. Definitely would have lost wow. point on points. So, yeah, that was another big moment. Yep. Um, so, yeah, there, it was it was a lot of fun. All the games were intense um you know saturday getting there before eight o'clock and then leaving at 11 30 like legion's a grind that's a grind um but yeah it was it was fun it's a lot a lot of fun yeah legion can be a grind that is that is very i I was really feeling it on saturday yeah um for sure yeah Yeah. and then i I was (laughs) um you know, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse to get eliminated in a tournament like that because it's like, oh, I win sleep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, for sure, it's like a uh, it's a mental grind too, yeah. more than anything else. Um, yeah. You know, your your brain starts to like make decisions or not make decisions that you would never make like the first game of a day or the first yep. game of a tournament. Um, yep. So. Definitely in some yeah. ways so props to you for being you know last man standing basically <laughs> thank um, you thank you nine games is a lot so. yeah yeah saturday it was like i was just all amped up adrenaline rushing <laughs> i didn't fall asleep until like 3 30 that mm-hmm. night and uh just woke up at like six so basically didn't sleep saturday night at all um but yeah just made sure to like get some gatorade going and ate an apple and yeah gatorade 
Yeah. Apple. Yeah. Yep. That's no fu- no fireball this time. Those no. are those are the things. <laughs> those are the things that power Luke to the finals. <laughs> if if I was gonna bet on who would sponsor you, it would not be Gatorade or the Apple companies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We, we mix in a few white claws in there. And... Okay. There you yeah. go. Ryan gave me some of his uh, moonshine. Yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> oh, that turpentine that he was carrying around. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. God. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. Always is. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, you gonna you just... gonna? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You gonna rest on your laurels a little bit, or are you gonna like jump back, but right back into the tournament scene? I'm itching to play now. Like, I just want to play nothing like serious, but I want to play like all this crazy list type yep. stuff. Um. Actually, we got a local event in like two weeks just for fun. And um, I think I'm going to run like uh, the, the triple Sith list that, that's been kicking around with Dooku, Maul, the, and Ventress. The, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That looks like a lot of fun. It looks crazy. Yeah. 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 Three chokes seems good. <laughs> yeah. Three lightsabers. It seems like if you get in with even two of them, it's just kind of yeah. game over. Yeah. 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 So that seems like a lot of fun. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I'm itching to play again. Um, a lot of lists that I want to try. Just the fun stuff, like Dave Grant's list, even. Just play, mess around with that. Yep. Seems like a lot of fun. Um, and then once the, the new new stuff comes out, you know, see yeah. what happens. Yeah. Cody and uh, Ahsoka yeah. and Ewoks. Mm-hmm. I think all Ewoks are supposed to be end of May to, to coincide with the Return of the Jedi anniversary. Yeah, so um, they haven't. So, yeah. so Cody and... Uh, ahsoka both like have dates and pre-orders uh-huh. are going uh they have not launched product for uh ewoks yet so i would mm-hmm. i would suspect any day now because okay. I, I know they wanted it for the 30th anniversary yep. of return which is um not may 4th it's like the 20th or 20, 25th i think yeah, yeah something like yeah. that um, so I would suspect that those will be up for pre-order pretty soon here for the, for a release around then yeah and then I, I heard someone say that like pretty soon after worlds we're gonna get another points update so or some some fixes so points balancing yep so, so i'll be interested to see what happens there um you know the biggest things being blizzard and, and dark troopers for sure yeah um, just because they're not <laughs> balanced <laughs> uh even though they didn't win worlds um i think the data has has seen that that they're just too good um yeah yeah somebody was uh posted to the discord that on day two of worlds um blizzard and dark trooper lists were 73 and nine against the field yeah i saw that that Um, which is crazy (laughs) Uh, so that basically excludes mirrors between those two types of lists i'd I'd be interested to see it parsed out more to include like blizzard versus dark troopers kind Mm -hmm. of a thing but yeah 73 and nine yeah. Um, and I think you and Lila probably accounted for most of those nine losses. Yeah. Um, so that's like, that's not good. <laughs> that's not, that is not a healthy meta. No. Um, that's like an eight to one ratio. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's gross. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Dark Troopers, they they need a red. I don't think points adjustments will help. They're just... I agree. They're just fundamentally like... Yeah, broken. Just, yeah. yeah, they break the game too hard. 
Um, yeah. they're, they're the first heavy in the game where you can't just decide to ignore. Um, and you have to bring enough impact to actually take them out, right? Where like an AAT, you could still win the game without even shooting at it, you know? Yeah. I think it's I think it's a little bit of an oversimplification too when you say that you like quote unquote ignore a heavy because you can't just like pretend yeah. it doesn't exist. You have to still right. respect its attacks and stuff. But yeah, you, um, yeah, you just mean sh- you don't shoot it. Yeah, yeah you, you can you can still win the game without actually killing the heavy. Yeah. Whereas like with dark troopers, if you try and win the game without killing the dark troopers, they'll just table you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> scoop, scoop all your money. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah, it's and it's awkward because of how tough they are, too. You know, it's not like like a lot of heavies you can kill with if you just bring a handful of impact weapons and crit fish with the other stuff. Yeah, but dark troopers, you need just a crazy skew amount of impact to properly deal with two of them. So, yeah, yeah. and there's a few things that should not work, like guardian and yes. barrier. Yeah, those, those probably need to be changed, right? Um, yeah, so, so that unconcern yeah. doesn't you know use your friendly abilities or something like that right exactly yeah it's um yeah my worry is that they focus on that and like they don't actually like hit them with any points or anything else and because the the dark trooper lists that don't feature a guardian or barrier are still a massive problem yeah Um, six man units are gross (laughs) yeah so hard to kill really yep yeah. yeah, you gotta you gotta do nine wounds before you yeah. like even get to a, a heavy model. So right, and hopefully they don't do the the whatever with uh shit. The name just fell out of my head. But what they did with the where they just priced up the upgrades for to, to go for pikes, but they really uh uh what was it vigilance or whatever they like yeah. priced up vigilance. But you're like that wasn't the problem. Well, the good news, at least with Dark Troopers, is all of the Dark Trooper upgrades are unique to Dark Troopers. But, no, I meant like if they like... Oh, if they make like Protector 10 points or something stupid yeah, like that. Yeah, or do something yeah, yeah. with Guardian. You know what I mean? And yeah. you're just like, no, that wasn't the problem. Right. Yeah, yeah Protector's fine on Chewy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah, there was a lot of collateral damage that last point. Yeah. yeah. Um, so hopefully they can avoid that this time. Yeah, I but I would say, I understand that those two are like the big story because, you, but but those are the, really the only like big problems right now, right? Like, and I think if you adjust those two, Blizzard Force and as far as overperforming stuff, yeah, Blizzard yeah. Force and Dark Troopers, if you just tune them tune them down a little bit, you know, and I think I think the game would be okay. Mm-hmm. I think Rebels would still be in a rough spot. Yeah. But maybe with the Ewoks and and Ahsoka coming out, that changes, and then they they potentially they go in a better spot, right? So like we don't know what that is yet, so we can't yeah. like say, "Hey, tune up Rebels," and then those things come out and just start squashing things. Um, yeah, yeah, just tune those things back. Let's see what the next releases are, and then you know, yeah, we'll see. Be interesting. Yep. I mean, I think they've got enough data now, at least for Blizzard <laughs> Force. I think they had enough data before, but yes. <laughs> well, in case they were way they were worried, yeah. you know, they're like, maybe we don't have enough. I think, you yeah. Know. I think after what is it now? Four tournaments of not necessarily winning the whole thing, but of Blizzard having a clear overrepresentation 
yeah. very strong showing, I think. Yeah. yeah. What was it? Day two? I think it was like out of the 64, there was 14 double darks and 17 blizzard or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a lot. It's like half your field playing. Well, and then the top eight was six empire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Of, of which I think four were blizzard. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's. Yeah. As much as I personally enjoy playing Blizzard, uh <laughs> I would not like to be playing Blizzard for another year. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would like to be forced into other decisions, let's put it that way. <laughs> Kyle. It's okay, you lost now. You can you can play whatever you want, buddy. Look, man, if it's if up to you. I gotta I gotta earn an invite again. Be so like, be like Luke. <laughs> play whatever play whatever you want to play. Luke yeah. and Lila showed you the way. You can do whatever. I maintain Yo, that it was you know the, what? it was Let's... the right decision for me to bring yeah. Blizzard. It was Here's it was that was uh... that was a pilot issue, not a list decision okay. issue. Let's put it that way. Here's something a little early, but AMG, while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and tune down Black Suns because those are going to get real bad. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> now I mean, that everybody knows, uh, we're it's bad. Please. I remember saying back when Pikes were all the hotness, it's yeah. like Black Sun are just as good. Yeah, they're just not as popular. Yeah, really. I think I think we had talked about it. In like my Jeremy, you know Jeremy Luke. Blake, yeah. So he went to the Millennium Games and like won the whole thing because he was playing a Vader double Black Suns list, yeah. just like tabling people. And I was like, uh oh, this is bad. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, but, they they did well at Gen Con yeah. last July, um, and there was another tournament too shortly after that where they did really well. Um, like they didn't come out of nowhere, but. Yeah. They definitely were sort of beneficiaries of living in the shadow of Pikes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're super good. Um, yeah, they're scary. Prop, props to Lila for being brave enough to bring six of them, yeah. especially into a meta that um, doesn't take a lot of ranged pierce anymore. So, right. Yeah. Except, good, except you, apparently. That was a good call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm glad I had five units with pierce. Yep. <laughs> I really I... missed. You I really missed it. Off. You just bounce off all that. Yep. Man, isn't that wild that, that that ended up being the final? Like the it was just like almost like a perfect storm. It was it was crazy. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. It was, it was pretty crazy. cool to see. Yeah. yeah. And play it. Yeah. For sure. And we got an international final, UK versus USA. So yeah, that was cool how it worked out. Yep. Yep. And USA see. took it home. Thanks for taking it home for US, yep. Luke. Brought it home, baby. Yep. Bringing it back to Buffalo, USA, USA, USA. <laughs> yeah. That was funny that they were doing that chant after the after yep. the game. That mm -hmm. was funny. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, you started it up. Thanks, buddy. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you always well, got I, my back. <laughs> yeah, I always, forever. Uh, and you know, it's funny. Um, I posted. Uh, I put on Facebook. I put a picture of our team uh fifth trooper team and it was the day everybody was wearing their usa garb and everybody kept but like i was trying to tell somebody who has no idea about this whole world and like you know um yeah. about the podcast and stuff and then like how we had our like true worlds and like i said yeah like people were chanting and like you know rooting for their team but it wasn't like in a obnoxious like negative way it was like a true world's championship mm -hmm. so you could do yeah. it and it felt like it felt good to be, you know, like you felt part of a bigger team uh, mm -hmm. overall. It was cool. It was really yeah. cool. Yeah. 
yeah, the community is great. Just meeting everybody from all yeah. all over the world was awesome. Yeah, and getting to play a bunch of great players. One thing that was funny when I was playing Marcus, all of his cards are in German, so I'm yeah. sitting there like, <laughs> I don't know what any of these are. I could figure out a couple because they looked similar. Yeah, but like most of them, I was like, I gotta look it up. I don't know. <laughs> What's going on here? Force push is my favorite one. Mox toss. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, they're also good. But yeah. my favorite, my favorite German word that I learned was uh backpfeifen gesicht. <laughs> Do you guys know that one? No. Um, the rough translation is a face in need of a slap, but it is essentially like a punchable face. Yeah. <laughs> so the fact that the Germans have a word for a punchable face, I think, is amazing <laughs> and hilarious. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah. Oh man. Were they describing Ellis? <laughs> and boom. Not well, that I'm aware of. No, yeah. they were. That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Backpiping gazish. Yeah. Love you, Ellis. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that was funny. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, any final thoughts? Uh no, I'm you know just excited for Legion to keep growing. Yep. Um, I think we were just talking rough numbers. I was like, uh, like how many competitive players do you think they are? And like, so there was 128 people. You know, if you're saying like 10 person average events for invites, you're talking like 1,200. Maybe I could see it up to like 1,500 of the the entire pool. So it's pretty cool um, just to see that the the game's growing and. You know, even through COVID and all that yeah. uncertainty. Um, yeah, we're, we're I mean, there. yeah, I mean, I think that's just in the United States. Yeah, I think, I think it's I think it's higher than that. Yeah, I think there's probably yeah. another fifteen to two thousand in Europe alone. Because mm. you got to figure they do their big events and they do like a hundred and twenty. Oh yeah. yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? At a competitive event out there, and they yeah. only had from Europe maybe what thirty to forty people. Right. just from europe so yeah i mean i think it's i think it's a significant number europe has more people that are ranked on the eu elo board than north america does which means that there are more people that have played in 20 plus person events oh, uh, really? at least 10 times in europe than the, in north america so well, that's cool i'm excited yeah. to see how uh bushfax does the whole cross yeah with the elo it's it's uh, gonna be uh i'm curious to see if you end up passing me or not yeah um, i think that i think that you should but i don't think it's a guarantee right yeah um yeah we'll see yeah. i mean just just on principle yeah. you should yeah. but <laughs> i i would love it if you did like the world champion is not number one that would be that would make all the sense in the world yeah, uh, yeah. uh unfortunately we didn't get to play kyle that i know we didn't have the rubber it's, match yeah it's my fault yeah. <laughs> I blame you too. You yeah. did your part to make that happen. I did not. <laughs> um, but Next yeah, time. it is what it is. Next time. Yeah. That's that's you know what? The most exciting thing for me is we don't have to wait another four years to do this again. Yes. Yes. So that was a long time. That was <laughs> yeah. entirely too long. Yeah. yeah. And yet everything seems the same. What a weird, what a weird <laughs> thing we have going yeah. on. <laughs> nope. Uh but yeah, yeah, great event. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm energized. Yeah, me too. Yep. So maybe I'll have to cut now. If you guys do a store champ in, up in New York, let me know. I might oh, have to. Definitely. Uh... We're gonna have a couple. We will All right. have a couple. Yeah, I think I think we'll definitely have at least two. Yeah. Sweet. 
definitely come up for one. That's All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I can wait until uh, Nova Open to do a big convention. So I'm going to have to see what my other options are. Yeah, definitely. Maybe sometime over the summer or something. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. Oh, I'm Jay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. I was reading something about Ewoks. Oh, I'm so sorry. You I'm and so, your Ewoks. I'm so hyped. You guys up, are hyped to, you guys are hyped <laughs> to play after Worlds. I'm hyped because they announced all the Ewok stuff. Yeah. That's why I want to play. Sorry. Go, go, Unless go. they're terrible, I'm going to be all in on Ewoks. I, I don't care. <laughs> Even if they're terrible, I'm all in. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm Luke. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, Luke, Luke, the forever champion. Did, did we decide what your title should be? Eternal champion, forever champion, maybe yep. just two time. The two time. The two, the two time. time. Bring it back yeah. to Dr. Disrespect, you know. There you go. All right. My idol. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, two time cook. Uh, all right. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> See you guys. Bye.